0: Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie.
1: Let's get inspired together. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. All right, Jackie, Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day is in just like a week. Are you a big Valentine's Day person?
0: I think I think we are. Um, Zach is always good to me and is surprising me with something sweet, you know, like That must be nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll normally, you know, either do dinner or um, you know, he'll get flowers or candy or something sweet. Yeah. He's always very thoughtful and I'll get him something also, just something little. Yeah. So yeah. Matt is a fun
1: time. Matt is like he's always sweet. Like he's really good at like little surprises here and there but like he was not a Valentine's Day person yeah. when we got together and so I had to sort of uh, this is going to sound bad I had to sort of like train him on what you expect. I
0: do have <laughs> yeah. some
1: expectations when it comes to I think that's good. Uh, Valentine's Day. I
0: think that's good. Yeah. yeah as long way. as but he's trainable.
1: Yeah. Oh he, he yeah. is very trainable and well, that's why our marriage works <laughs> to be honest with you.
0: So you said this uh, will air February 6th Six. Six. Okay, yeah. so today I am in uh, Nashville. I'll be in Nashville with Zach, oh. and we're going to the Kentucky Vanderbilt basketball game. Go so Vanderbilt! That's probably like we'll probably celebrate. Stop that! I know. We'll probably celebrate. Uh, actually, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't care. I care. I care, Zach. I but but care. that'll be
1: sort of like a Valentine's
0: that's day. That's gonna like, be like a getaway because, like, we do not get away from the kids. I are staying in the so night we're this, down there. We are staying the night. Yeah. Oh, so, ooh la la. Yes, girl. <laughs> so that will be probably our celebration. We'll go out to eat and oh, yeah. we'll just do it then, you know? Some pre-Valentine. Yeah. I support this. Yes,
1: thank On a you. Tuesday night? So get say, crazy, go, say, Jackie. So then
0: say go Kentucky if you support it.
1: I support your love and your support of the things that your I tried husband that. loves. I tried Zach. No, it isn't happening. And, well, and then the that's thing okay. that's painful that's for me <laughs> is that Kentucky is good this year, and Kentucky fans are are going to be obnoxious, in, intolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's really, it's very difficult to live here when you're not a Kentucky person. But it's fine. But no, that's that's cool. I don't know what we're going to do. Be fun. We'll probably. Yeah. I've had to tell Matt like I don't like this is weird and i'm I'm a weird woman but i don't like him to spend money on having flowers delivered because yeah, i feel go, like yeah. i would rather him do something else sure than spend a lot of money on flowers i mean i support you wellburns but like <laughs> do, do you know what i mean yeah. like they're just, they're just gonna like short lived oh sure. yeah yeah and asher's birthday is february 15th oh yeah and yeah. so th- that year that asher was born out of nowhere on like the day after valentine's day he had sent me flowers on the 14th and then we weren't we weren't in the state for like oh, three weeks, dang. so he spent all that money on those flowers and they died. But yeah. anyway, you didn't get to enjoy them. So yeah. that was I like agree. a life lesson for him. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so, all right, I'm really excited about our guest. Yes, me too. Um, I have known of Navy for a while through some of our mutual friends. Whoop, whoop. Um, she's just a, a friend of the Hoovers, is what I would like to say, aren't oh, we all? Yeah. Um, but Navy is one of the, I think, most energetic, genuine, and sweet. Young ladies of the <laughs> Owensboro community, um, <laughs> wow. but she's also like a bad bee. If you've ever been next to her on the floor at Orange Theory, and you see the the, the weights she lifts, she's strong, yeah, and that booty work, I mean, she's nothing but impressive also, to me. Can we also say she's hot as hell? Oh, oh my god, <laughs> I... this is
2: nuts, guys. No, shut, shut up. <laughs> up. No, literally, I like, tell you this. I I'm gonna <laughs> employ you. because guys (laughs)
1: you're just gonna stand in my office all day and repeat these things how many times have I told you like I always tell my husband how beautiful navy is and like I want you to come do my makeup and teach me how to do makeup because I just I just think you're gorgeous
0: she didn't even I, need makeup. Did no. She even wear makeup cuz it looks I'm like, like it's hard beauty. to make me
2: blush, but uh, like I'm blushing. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> blushing you're right you're now. You're ridiculous. Honestly, enemy. I'm like
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I could conquer anything after this. Well, before we dive into the icebreaker questions, why mm-hmm. don't you just a little introduce yourself to us and just a little background on who you are or did you grow up in Owensboro what what that looks like? Yeah, of course.
2: Um well, for those that don't know me, I am Navy Dixon. I am a very, very young twenty-seven year old. Yes. Um I graduated from UK. I'm a performer and a writer and a giggler. I like to make people laugh. <laughs> um but yeah, I am from Owensboro. Um my family's from here. I spent some time in Europe. Uh, I grew up in Europe a little bit and came back to Kentucky. And I've been in the bluegrass state ever since. And I love it. Um, But yeah, if I'm like not at Orange Theory or performing, I'm making music or writing or reading or probably sleeping. Yes.
1: (laughs) I support the sleeping part. mostly. (laughs) Yes.
2: All
0: right. So let's get into The icebreakers. You want to? You ready? Yeah, of All right. course. So
2: what are t- the top three items on your bucket list? Well, I have to say I'm crossing one off tonight, which was to be on a podcast.
1: No. You've never been on a podcast before? I've never been that on podcast. That is a... shocking no to yeah, me. Yeah, you actually. guys are
2: taking my podcast virginity. Oh can, my I take, can I say yeah. that? Oh, yeah. is that weird? Yeah. Um, Sorry. So I'll weird. give you a, the next three. Um, I would love to sing the national anthem at an NFL game. I will not clarify which team because we just got beat very, very badly in the playoffs. Um, But that I would love to be on um, Watch What Happens Live. Oh my God, with Andy (laughs) Andy Cohen. A dream of mine? Oh my like a God. guest or
0: in the audience?
2: Oh, a guest. Oh, hello. For sure. Yeah. Love it. I'm not dream going big. to just be in the audience. I got some things to say. You have opinions got, on the Bravo show? I have or just, opinions about everything. Oh, my God. I, mean, I love it. That's why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then. I feel like I should say Beyond Broadway, but nice. I'm going to go with meet Beyonce. Meet Beyonce. Okay. I, think, I think I have to say meet Dream
1: Beyonce. Dream big. Yeah. Did you go to the Beyonce concert in Louisville this summer? I did not. And I'm sad
2: about it. I am shocked yeah. and appalled. I know. To be honest with you. Well, I was in the middle of a move. Um, oh, yeah. You
1: were moving from Louisville to here. I was moving correct? from Louisville to yeah. here.
2: Yeah. So I missed the concert and I don't regret much in life. But, that's one, but that's one of them?
1: But that's one of them. Yeah. Next time around, Boobie. I know. I'll, I'll have make to it see happen. it in theaters. Is it, is it out in the theaters It yet? sure is. Okay, that's what it I thought. It sure is. I was yep. supposed to compete against Tay-Tay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Anyway>. My girl. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Um, what show is your biggest guilty pleasure?
2: It's Vanderpump Rules. Oh,
0: yes. Don't, be, don't feel guilty <laughs> know, about but that. Well, I was going to say, you
2: say guilty pleasure, but I've never felt guilty Good watching that. Right. Good um, And, like, the men in my life... They do not understand it. They're like, people are screaming and (laughs) making out and hooking up and going to work. And I'm like,
1: yeah. And I'm going to tune in every week. Okay, so in the scandal, rest in peace. um, What were your did you have any thoughts about that? Were you surprised by it? Rachel formerly known as Raquel I was shocked at first mm-hmm. um but you see the thing about me is I love
2: to investigate um I could work at the FBI yeah. I think so <laughs> after it came out I actually went back and rewatched, rewatched. <laughs> and rewatched the seasons where they're both on it and it was obvious oh you think from so right. yeah very much so very much so I will go on public record and say I do hate
1: Tom Sandoval. Oh yeah. yeah. No, yeah, for he's, sure. He's ball. He yeah. he's pretty terrible, but the new season by the time this airs will have started, started. January oh, 30th. Boy. Oh yeah. 2024 comes out and I think it's going to be good because they're still living together. Ariana and Tom are still and they have, like, in the same house. In
0: between like moderators, yeah. Or yeah. Mediators so, or whatever so you call yeah. it. I mean that's
2: that's going to be my Super Bowl. Yeah. The premiere of that season. Know. You know? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm
1: excited about it. So wait, who was the football team? Was it the Eagles?
2: No. It was the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Packers.
1: Wait
0: a anyway. Bring it back. <laughs> sorry. Sorry.
2: sorry. I have a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> All right. So who would you want to play who would you want to play you in a movie about your life and what would be the name of the movie?
2: Mm. I have to go with Zendaya. Oh. oh. I mean mm-hmm. it's Zendaya you know Um, she's stunning so of course I would love for her (laughs) and talented I mean I don't want to take away from that but yeah yeah. Zendaya the title of my movie probably I'm sorry I didn't text you back
1: (laughs) (laughs) are you really Um, bad at responding to texts I'm
2: really (laughs) really bad and I did not used to be but that's like my entire life and it's just because I'm so so busy and when I'm
1: not busy I'm do you have an Apple watch I do. I have found that the Apple Watch. You'd think it would be good for texting back, but it's actually bad because if I'm in a meeting or yeah. something, a you text will it. come through. Yeah. I read it. You
0: can't do anything. back. Yes. Yeah. And then yes. by the
1: time it's time to respond, I've forgotten it's about done it. To you, and absolutely. it's down the down the list yeah, for sure. So, and yeah. I have ADHD,
2: so it's yeah. got to be like top of mind mm-hmm. yeah. for me to like remember. You
1: know. Now yeah. with your acting though and stuff, I don't think that you would need somebody else to I was play you say, in why the movie you of your play life. Yourself. This would be like. Didn't Fantasia do that? She played herself
2: in her own movie. Yes, Fantasia I don't like. know how I feel about that. Okay. I know. It, how I almost, feel about it. Lands it, it almost feels I'm like I'm I'm wearing my face on a T-shirt, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. I
1: would yeah. do that. I, I would wear your face <laughs> on a T-shirt, not my own. But wow, yeah. that's inc- I
2: can get that made for you.
1: Yeah. All right, <laughs> okay, whatever. So you grew up in Owensboro. Yes. What high
2: school did you go to in Owensboro? I went to Owensboro Senior High. Oh, go City School Red Devils. Right. Yes. Yes. forever. I love the Devils. I am red and black like till I die.
1: And were love you? It. A cheerleader in high school? Is that the rumor on the streets
2: or a dance team? I was on dance team in middle school and a little bit of high school. Okay. And then I went straight to theater. I was like... Theater twenty
1: four seven. Like were you involved in, like outside of the high school, like local theater groups or like tell me about like how you got involved in theater. In yeah, Antara. of course. So a funny story, I actually I started
2: at Davis County High School. Okay. Um, and I knew I just knew that I always wanted to pursue acting. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to do it in college and at the time, and I want to say still now, um, Owensboro has just such a legacy of performers and, okay. and in their theater program. Um, so I had to apply to go to OHS. It was almost oh. like a college application. Really? I didn't yeah. realize that
1: people could even do that. Oh, yeah. It wasn't
2: like your like, designated area or whatever. Yeah. yeah, well, and I was very much out of district. So I applied, I got in, um, and I started working under Carolyn Greer Um who's had a fantastic career and it was intense. Yeah. I don't think people realize, cause you think theater in high school, you're just taking a couple classes. Yeah. You might do a couple plays. Um, and that was when I was introduced to the world of competitive theater. Huh. Yeah. So you do, you, you get a cast together, you do a one act. Um, you have to keep it under 45 minutes. It's timed and you travel around the state and like the Southeast and compete. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. So like, I mean, we were like training like athletes. Yeah. Like after school, you're in you're in there until like 10 p.m. every single night on the weekends. You're either rehearsing or you're traveling and performing. So mm. that was like my whole universe yeah. in high school. You know, it was crazy. I yeah. loved every minute of it, but it was it was crazy for like a high schooler. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. And then how did you choose to go to UK then? For-
2: <laughs> Um, I was actually going to Belmont. Mm. Um, I wanted to do musical theater there and I had gotten accepted into the program. It was like my dream school. Um, and then at one of our theater competitions, I ran into someone from UK and he was from their theater department, Peter Stone. And, um, we just got to talking and I loved his personality and I loved how passionate he was about the work that they did at UK and you know he was very candid with me he was like listen yeah we're a state school but like you're gonna get a lot of attention you know you're gonna get a lot of one-on-one and I left that competition and called my parents and I was like we're changing yeah we're changing it we're going to UK yeah and that was like I want to say that was April of my senior year so it was like very that's kind of like last minute you know in the
1: college world and did you like UK I loved it yeah. Are you a big UK fan?
2: I am. Yeah. When you were talking about how obnoxious <laughs> UK fans were, I stayed silent. Although I do acknowledge I am a little obnoxious. Well, go ahead um, and
0: speak your mind. I now. do have to
2: I have to say go cats. And I'm looking you in the eyes when I say this. Mm-hmm. Go cats.
1: Mm-hmm. I just like it when they remind us that they can spell.
3: <laughs>
1: like we, we know how to spell cats. And I'm like, good for you guys. That's great. Anyway, moving on. <laughs>
3: Okay. So I we're going to get it. to
1: the acting stuff here in a little bit. But I know that your day job is working in copywriting. Right? Yes. You're a copywriter for yep. Buffalo Trace, my favorite bourbon. I, I love it. that. So let me know how I can get some free stuff. But like course, what does that even, like what does that mean to be a copywriter for a distillery?
2: Yeah. yeah. Um so I I manage a lot of content on our digital platforms okay. um which kind of didn't exist before the pandemic. Okay. Um but, you know, you I, I don't know if you guys have ever ordered alcohol on Drizzly or even DoorDash or like Instacart. Uh-uh. Um, I pretty much handle all of the content on those platforms. So oh. any sort of advertisements you're seeing for those spirit brands or bourbons, I write those mm-hmm. um, all of the like. Bottle images that you see, the product images. Um, Yeah, I'm the one like putting those together, sending them out like to our accounts. So really, I'm like ensuring that people are buying our stuff online. You know,
1: like how did you get in? Like how did you go from like a theater degree at UK to working doing this?
2: Yeah, by accident. Okay, completely (laughs) by accident.
1: Um, I had a spell
2: of unemployment. In 2021, mm-hmm. I was just applying to jobs like no one's business. Yeah. Um, got an interview for it, turned it down, hmm. didn't think it was for me. Um, and then I I came to my senses. I got back with him and was like, are you still taking applications? Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting the job. I started in public relations. Okay. Um, so I was just like meeting a bunch of people at the distillery I was writing a lot of press releases and just really getting to know like the history of Uh Buffalo Trace Distillery it's so rich in history and people don't realize that like every single brand has a story to be told and I'm working with all of them so like I know it like the back of my hand and when I stepped into my new position I really kind of made a case for myself and said hey we don't have anyone that's doing this work and I want to do this work. So can I do this work? Yeah. And they just, they kind of created a position for me and
1: I've been doing it ever since. I love it. Well, that's, you know, in Buffalo trace, I feel like they've just like, maybe it's because of you Navy, but like they have blown up. In, in recent years, like I have yeah. friends in North Carolina, like if, if I will go visit, they're like, can you bring us Buffalo Trace? Because that's one of the bourbons, I guess it's, I and mean, maybe it's different, but like in the last couple of years, it's been hard for them to get, hmm. it's like more rare yeah. out of state. Um, and so, I mean, what do you attribute that to? Like the, the Buffalo Trace explosion? I
2: don't know. Yeah, no, well, I mean... Uh, I'll toot our own horn here and say we brought a lot of creative people, mm-hmm. like, in-house to, that's, like, creating this content there, creating commercials. We never did commercials, like, two years ago you would have never seen a Buffalo Trace commercial. We just didn't do it. It wasn't like up our alley. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, like, quite honestly, they realized how valuable creatives are to have in that business environment. And so they created, you know, an agency and these people are making these, like, just incredible, incredible content. Yeah. And like these partnerships, we just had a bourbon come out with Chris Stapleton, oh. uh, traveler cool. whiskey. Yeah. Nice. So things like that, it's like getting people excited mm-hmm. and
1: it's because of the creative content that we're making. That's cool. Yeah. My <laughs> husband and I, we went, um, last January or February. It was an odd time of year to do it, but you can't get in to tour the distillery. Right. You have to like, get the tickets like the day they release them or whatever. And he had some like timer, but my husband does not drink. And he especially does not drink bourbon. Yeah. But we went there and to another distillery that will go unnamed um, because we don't Thank want to you. advertise them in this moment. Right, but um, it was really, I was really embarrassed um, because, you know, <laughs> we went through the tour. It is really cool to hear about the history and see how it's made yeah. and all of these things. And at the end, you do a tasting of the bourbon and ev- like, here we are, these people's life's work. <laughs> and my husband would take a sip and be like, eh, this is most like <laughs> awful thing. And I'd be like, don't waste the bourbon, pass the bourbon to me. But...
3: The best uh, thing he liked
1: is their um, it was a root beer. They had like a root. Freddy's b- yes. root beer, and then you p- yes. combine it with the Buffalo Trace Buffalo cream Trace stuff. bourbon, and cream. it was like a like a boozy
2: root beer float. It was so good. And I hate root beer floats, but my goodness, it, I bought both it's, of the things so that I it's yeah so tasty. It was good. Let yeah. me
0: ask you this: <clears throat> This has been gosh years ago now, but I'm pretty sure my brother and sister in law had their. Um, wedding rehearsal dinner at Buffalo Trace. Yes, would that be would that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. yeah. So and it was amazing. Like the
2: grounds were beautiful. It was so neat. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, and they yeah. are the lucky ones because we do, do not anymore? do that anymore. Ah, okay, this yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah this would have
0: been like but it's, 10, 15 years ago now. The Probably grounds
2: 15. are beautiful it was I mean really yeah neat. just really stunning views yeah, it was I really mean neat are they just to too busy
1: to allow events to happen now or
2: I, yeah I just think with like the more that we're building the distillery and the more work that's
1: being done mm. it's it's yeah it's just not you can't fit it into yeah. the calendar yeah. you know yeah I'll tell you in the in the you know 10 years I've lived in Kentucky my I did not drink bourbon before I got here and I was like oh gross and now I just I love bourbon I love it my this husband is, is a
0: bourbon drinker and we do have yeah. some buffalo trace at our yeah. house yeah Get
1: samples, like do you do you get like a, like how do no, no I'm not asking for myself but like, <laughs> yeah, like are there are there like fringe benefits of working for a distillery? Yes. Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> it, it's it's very much you have to be in the right place at the right time. Gotcha. And I can't tell you everything, mm-hmm. but I have gotten to taste like really exclusive bourbons oh, just being cool. like in the office. Like yeah. my first day on the job. They had me taste so many bourbons. I honestly was a little tipsy, very tipsy. I was like, this can't be a productive, this can't be legal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it can't be a productive day either. I'm actually just going to go home, guys. So, other than the free bourbon, uh, what have you enjoyed most about that and what has been most challenging? Mm. I have loved just
2: getting to know people um, because, again, like with that rich history, just comes like so many people of so many different backgrounds. I mean, I know when I was at the distillery, I was meeting people from like China mm-hmm. and you know like and they're coming there. I mean, it's like a huge deal for them and just learning about like why they're there and why they love the products that mm-hmm. we make and I mean, you would just be surprised like some of the stories that you hear. I had a woman that traveled overnight from Wisconsin just to have the chance to stand in line I don't even think she had tour reservations but we got to talking and like her and her husband used to do that all the time and he had passed away and she was kind of like keeping that memory of him alive so like things like that you don't think about that with bourbon but yeah yeah, it's it's so touching I just I love the people that I meet um Mm -hmm. Think like the challenging part is just being digital and, and working in like a remote space. Mm-hmm. I'm such a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do miss like that interaction. Um, and everything changes so fast. And just with all the laws of like liquor and stuff, you just mm-hmm. you gotta stay up to date and it's just it's like a revolving door. So you really have to be on your toes.
1: Yeah. How do you, I mean, I, you work with like social media and stuff as well?
2: Not so much social media. I okay. did before, um, okay. but really just like, we call it the digital shelf. So okay. anything that you would order online, that's me.
1: I would feel like that would change constantly. Just yeah. trends, like constantly. what people are looking for. Yeah. You
2: know? Well, hmm. and with your writing too, when you're writing in that space, you're not, you can't just be creative. You've got to be, you've got to have some data behind it. So yeah. there's a lot of like, Research, even in the words that you're using, hmm. and making sure that you are, you know, putting that in what you're writing. And mm-hmm. so it'll drive traffic and all of that, numbers well, stuff. Interesting. That I think, I just puts think that's me so asleep. interesting. Yeah. Yes, very. The,
1: okay. You were in a lifetime movie. No, and that you. was one of the first things I knew about you. Honestly, oh. I, I was like, "Oh, my friend has a friend who's in a Lifetime movie that makes me famous." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but so like you've told us like how long you've been acting yeah. and in modeling as well. So like, how did you get started like moving into like the professional arena mm-hmm. then? And like, how did the Lifetime movie come about? Like, tell us all about. That. Oh yeah, um,
2: I have been performing my pretty much since I was able to tie my shoes. Yeah. Um, I kind of always, I loved attention. Um, and I was like, I gotta get more of this. Um, but I just always had this innate sense to perform and like tell stories. It was just always, you know, even in school when kids would like freak out about giving speeches. I never understood that. Yeah. Because I was like, give me your speech. I'll <laughs> I'll perform for everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it... Uh, so my first performance, uh, we had moved overseas. We were living in Italy. Oh, wow. And um, my dad... <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane. Um, my dad was in the military and we didn't live on base. So okay. it was just us in the Italian countryside. And I was the only person in my family that spoke Italian. Oh, so wow. I... I mean, there wasn't much for me to do. And my mom just kind of like threw me into auditions one day hmm. um, and I loved it. I did The Jungle Book and I think I was like wolf cub number three. <laughs> and by the end of the production, I was like, how do I get more stage time? Yeah, and I was like, I love this. I got to have more of it. Um, So, yeah, that just kind of like sparked it. I did drama club. I did like local productions and stuff obviously went on to college I majored in theater um did some like community some regional stuff uh and then I decided I wanted to do film and television I'd always had a passion for that and never really pursued it um and so I just started like submitting my headshot to everyone and just saying like, hey, here's my demo, you know, like, here's what I got to offer, and um, I got an audition for the movie, the Lifetime movie, and I was like, oh, this is real. Like, <laughs> it's, is it's almost like when you're applying to jobs and you're like, oh, I'm applying to jobs, and then you get an interview and you're like, oh, God. oh now I have to actually do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did the audition, um, got a callback, which was you know, like a great indicator that I was doing something right um, did the callback and went home for Thanksgiving. Um, and I was at the Thanksgiving table when I got a call from the casting director oh, and he wow. was like, you got the role He was like, you got 24 hours to let me know if you want it And I was like, I want it right, right. <laughs> I was like I don't I don't care about like anything Logistics. I got to take care of. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want it And he was like, all right, I'll see you next week in Virginia." And I was like, oh. That fast. What were you okay. doing at the time? What? Like, what who, that, were that was 2021. In- I was, yeah, I was at Buffalo Trace. Okay. I was working from home for Buffalo Trace. Okay. So you um, could do
1: that and through the movie somehow? Ish. Some, <laughs> um, I must be
2: a really good, sweet talker because okay. they let me do it. Okay. Um. And it was, yeah, I mean, I had like, and at the time I was nannying too. Oh, wow. So I had like three days to tell both of my bosses, hey, I'm gonna be gone for a month. Yeah. Can I please still have my job when I come back? Um, and somehow they let me do it. Exactly. I left Owensboro for Thanksgiving break, came back to Lexington, packed my suitcase, got on a flight the next day. That's so cool. And I was in Virginia for a month filming it, and it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my entire life,
1: but also the most
2: amazing thing what that I've was, ever like- done.
1: What was unexpected about being on a film set, or did you? I mean, I have I don't even know what that experience would be like. Everything is so much smaller than
2: you would think, as far as your performance and your movement goes. Because I had only uh, I had only been on stage, stage where you've got these big personalities and you're like practically yelling, you mm-hmm. know, so people can hear you. And film is very toned down. It's very quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, but the best thing is if you make a mistake, you can reshoot it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a lot of like hurry up and wait. Um, like I would get to my trailer at like 7am and sometimes I wouldn't shoot until 4pm. I'd just be sitting in my trailer that entire time, like just waiting around. And that's how it is. I mean, sometimes you're like waiting until like midnight to shoot a scene and yeah but I love it like I would do it every day if I could
1: yeah and what was the name of the movie and can people still find it somewhere if they want to watch it yes they sure can it's called revenge best served chilled Ooh.
2: and you can find it on the lifetime movie network app I've got to I'm gonna find it. Writing down. Seen it. Yes. And what was your character? My character was Lucia. Okay. Um. So it follows a a group of students who go to basically like a wine academy. Mm. Um. Yeah. And they're like trying to become wine experts, and there's like a little bit of murder. There's laughs. Mm. There's cries. It's the romance. romance. Yes. You got, yeah, you got romance. I mean, you guys it know. It sounds it's, like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I was going to it, say, it is the Lifetime movie recipe right there. Um, did you enjoy working with the
1: other people, though?
2: Like, did I you, loved you feel like it. It, yeah. it was, and I I say this not to disparage other people that I've worked with, but that was the first time that I was in a room, and I was the least talented person there. Wow. And I loved it. Um, because I'm just, I'm watching all of these people just, like, make incredible choices and, like, really just wanting to work their butts off. Like, even when we got back to the hotel, we, we could be shooting, like, 14-hour days. And some of my, like, co-stars, they would want to go back to the hotel and rehearse Yeah. when you got back. And it's like, oh, you guys are really
1: about this. I need to get like that, yeah. you know? So have you, like... Are you with an agency? I am. Okay. And th- so are they still like putting your stuff out there to be in other, like, I don't know how that works.
2: Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm with Heyman Talent Agency mm-hmm. out of Louisville. Um, and yeah, they, they send me stuff all the time. I get most of my work through them. Um, but I also submit, I'm still submitting myself Okay. Um, and still like doing that work and kind of hitting the streets and Being my own advocate. Yeah. You know, I love
0: that. Well, and
1: most recently locally, (laughs) uh, you can be seen in a commercial for river Valley behavioral health, like substance abuse services. Yes. Um, (laughs) And it's a drama. Well, and it's, I mean, it's a very serious topic. Um, It's, you know, it's a dramatization of a lot of people's reality. Um, I think it's really humorous because my husband included, he was very upset. And so Jackie did too. <laughs> you were so convincing in that commercial that people thought Daniel, who plays your husband in the commercial, was really your husband. Like they thought it was you really telling your yes. story. So how yeah. often does
2: that happen? Um, it happens more often than I thought it would anyone who doesn't know me thinks it's real and some who do know me I did think it's real which is great I mean I'm glad that like the message got across but it is it's kind of funny because I do have people come up to me and like I'm so sorry about your husband, and I'm like, I'm glad he's doing. Thank well. you so much. She prayed um, for Daniel every yeah. day. that wasn't real. I feel bad for telling you that, but thank you. My husband yeah.
1: was like upset. It was. He was like, I, was, I feel a little bit lied to. I felt, I'm like, commercial right. is a commercial, <laughs> <dude>. right. like, <laughs> like, But okay. So it what was compelled really you good. to do that commercial? Um, just, I mean, how did you, how did you get connected? to That commercial was there something about it that was compelling to you? <laughs> yeah,
2: I um, so I I had a friend Emmy um, who was. Connected with Wonder Boy Media, who mm-hmm. shot the commercial, um, and they needed an actress, and I was I had worked with Emmy before, and I was just top of mind. Um, and I spoke with Drew at Wonder Boy, and you know he was like, obviously this is touchy material. Mm-hmm. He was like, I understand, like we want to be really careful about this. If mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable with it, mm-hmm. let me know. No mm-hmm. hard feelings. Sure. Um and. What they didn't know was that I was dealing with that in my personal life. Wow. Um, Yeah, my father was struggling with addiction. I had a brother that was struggling with addiction um, and I was kind of right in the thick of it. And just without thinking of it, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, It just it felt important for me to tell that story mm-hmm. um, especially since you know honestly Narcan saved my brother's life had wow. it yeah had it not been for Narcan my br- I
1: would not have my brother right yeah. now so it, it was it was very important for me to be a part of that yeah and well, and I think you know for so many people you know, across the country, but in this area in particular, I think it's an important message that people need to know Mm -hmm. and hear and to know about River Valley's services and Narcan and all of those things. And that's beyond just your amazing acting. I'm sure that people, it's so believable for people because there is an element of that, you know, like you really put yourself into it because you know what that experience is like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and yeah, it it was, um, I don't want to say it was a rewarding experience. It was um, just with the subject matter, but I, I'm glad that I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad and um, I will say Wonder Boy was really good about like making it a safe shooting environment. They yes. gave me like time if I needed it mm-hmm. Um and just like space to really like take that in. So was
1: there something cathartic about it to some extent? A or, little bit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Um It felt, and I, I let them know once we got to set, I was like, you know, here's what's like going on in my personal life. And I just wanted to let you guys know, like I, I really understand this material and I'm yeah. really like, passionate about this and mm-hmm. i promise you like i'm i'm gonna take care of this script like i'm not i did not want to trivialize it i yeah. wanted to make it as real as i could yeah
1: because yeah. it is real too yeah yeah are you less mad now jackie that daniel's not actually yeah. her husband i'm, I'm
0: okay <laughs> sad that you you have had to endure that in your life sure but yeah yeah that's really
1: interesting that
0: yeah. it's actually a part of your story yeah yeah that's really yeah. interesting
1: So the entertainment and performing arts industry, as we know, is often criticized for being like hyper focused on physical appearance, appearance, like body size, those kind of things. Have you experienced any pressure related to that personally? I would go so
2: far as to say that's the only pressure I've ever felt um, in that career. Just I mean, everything else is so second nature Mm -hmm. to me. so the performing was never a problem. Like I never felt nervous about my talent. I never felt nervous how I was showing up. It was how I looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like, you know, I most of my life I lived in a bigger body um, and like being a teenager, it's hard enough being a teenager right. and like living in a big body It's even harder when you are constantly like putting that on display and you're constantly on stage. Um, I'm sure any woman that has experienced that will tell you you're always playing the mother. You're always playing like the elderly woman, the comedic relief, like the funny fat friend. Um, And when you're doing that so much, you think that that's all your talent can allow you to do. Even when I went to college, I constantly had, I mean, even women coming up to me and asking me what I was eating and like criticizing me if it wasn't healthy or like reminding me that I couldn't always be that size. And if I wanted a career, I would have to lose weight. And like like, unprovoked, like you didn't ask for this advice, but they just felt like they needed to. Completely. And like even being in costume fittings Mm -hmm. and just dreading it because you're you're just getting those comments all the time of like well you need to make sure that you know you're not eating this and you need to make sure that you're moving your body and you want to stay this size or try to get down um so that's a lot I mean Mm -hmm. as a you know a college girl and a Mm -hmm. performer um so yeah it, it was hard and Again, even in college, I'm, like, I'm playing the, like, fat aunt, and I'm playing, like, the older women who, like, most of their script, it like, the jokes are about them being bigger, you know? It's, like, never really any substance to their mm-hmm. character other than the audience to laugh at them for being
1: fat. Yeah. And god forbid you have any like value beyond that or like yeah. romantic. Oh my god.
2: Yeah. 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 Do have that experience f- in like just first... a little bit of local theater, yeah. Do the first time I played a romantic lead was when I was 20.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've been doing that like I've been performing since I was like 5. Yeah. So it took 15 years to like finally get a role and I didn't I was shocked when I saw the cast list because I never viewed myself as someone who could be a romantic interest mm-hmm. or someone who could like offer more on stage other than like being the punchline, you know. Yeah. Um and I think the thing about that too is you almost feel like you have to work harder when you're fat and like on stage because you're like okay, the first thing that people are going to notice about me Is that I'm big where like my co-stars, they're not going to notice that they're going to see their talent and they're Mm going to see how well they're able to sing. And that's not the first thing that people are going to see for me. So I've got to work extra hard to make sure that I'm showing up the way that I want to. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. And then. I feel like it's a strange experience, like losing weight Mm -hmm. and having your body change um, because you see how differently people treat you. And although I'd love to believe that people aren't being malicious about it, um, you notice like casting directors, their faces light up a lot more when you walk into the room and you're not big Um, you're like getting more opportunities for roles than you used to when you were in that other body, you know Mm -hmm. Um, and the way I've described it, it almost confirms the fears and anxieties you had when you were bigger because you spend so much time thinking like, oh people are treating me differently because I'm big And then you're like fighting those thoughts like, well, no, I don't want to think that about myself. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Then you lose weight and you see it. And it makes you feel sad for Mm. your past self, you know. So that's all of that to say that's been like the most challenging part
1: about like being a performer and being a woman too. Yeah. Well, I mean, as somebody who's I've I'm like trying to I'm actually fighting back tears over here because I mean, that's been my like life experience. Like I've always been in a bigger body. Yeah. Um, and then over the last year I've lost 115 pounds and just, um, I don't know it's really interesting, people like will compliment you on losing weight. And there's, there's still like this undercurrent of like the, the way they say it. It's like, God, what did you think about me before? Um, it's such yeah. a like, complex, like deeply layered thing. And like the funny fat friend, I mean, and I think you said that really well. And like knowing that like, that's the first thing people saw about you and they other people, they got to see their talent or personality or whatever it was first. I mean, yeah. it's just it's so deeply layered, and it's so, it's it sucks. Oh, sorry, it, I'm not being very yeah, articulate no, about this, it but does. like I, I the, feel that in my dude, soul. the compliments thing,
2: with you. yeah. I I remember the f- the first time that I lost a lot of weight because I've you know I've fluctuated, and that's life. The first time I lost a lot of weight, I came back to college. Um, I want to say it was like my junior or senior year. And I can't tell you how many of my professors came up and said, you look so much better. Oh. Yeah. And like, wow, you yes. look great. And it's like, my God, what did you think about me before? Yeah. If like yeah. uh, unprovoked, you're coming up to me and just like fawning over the fact that I'm smaller than I was a summer ago. And it's you like, know? do I have more value all of it? Yeah, I, it's, it's like, like I, I'm the same exact person. I yeah. just... Mm-hmm i smaller. That's
1: yeah. So yeah, I get it. I think about it like with you know you have daughters mm-hmm. um, and with my nieces, there's it's a constant conversation I have with my mom about how we talk to my nieces. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I don't talk about their appearance. I don't talk about like how cute they are, how pretty they are. So many other are. things. You are, so yeah. you are so smart and you are so kind and yeah. you know artistic. Um, yeah, oh, because it's just that. the world will reduce. Uh, but especially women um, like to their appearance. And it's just, I have felt that in my, you know, my whole life and so I'm glad you you talked about that too. yeah yes, absolutely that for sure important yeah. but also you're a badass mm-hmm. because you know you're hot I will say <laughs> yes. that um, I already said it But what, <laughs> what's most time. impressive to me about your body is how strong you are Navy I mean as somebody who's like Thank next you. to you on the treadmill or next to you on yeah. the weight floor or on that stupid rowing machine like <laughs> to me it's just it's how strong you are that's the first like, thing that's... I know
0: about you hey I know you don't remember you, you. remember me in order Series but you were like a couple down from me or maybe right next to me. And I was like, dang, she is strong.
2: Thank you. I uh, like, quite honestly, I, I love hearing that. Thank you. Um, Because it took me so long to center my fitness, like area of my life around like non-scale victories. Mm -hmm. Because I, I mean, listen, we all experience it. Like especially being a woman, you're like stepping on the scale all the time and you're worried about the weight that you're losing and I just like woke up one day and I was like this is no way to live I was like I am just putting so much pressure on myself and I want to be like if I get mugged I want to send them to the hospital, (laughs) you know, like, like if someone tries to rob me, I want to give them trauma for the rest of their life. (laughs) I I want to be able to like kick someone's butt and like, I love feel it. Like it's no longer about how many calories I burn or like even splat points, like whatever. I'll leave a class with like one splat point, Mm -hmm. but like. Throwing those heavy weights around, dude, yeah. and you do, gets me, <laughs> like, excited. I love it.
0: I, yeah. It's coming to me now. I remember I worked out with, I've only worked out with you maybe twice or something, but um, I think maybe the first time I worked out with you, you were, again, like, a couple down from me, and I was like, I wonder if she's, like... Coming here to train to be a coach. Like you have like you have yeah. that like charisma and you were just like going hard. She goes and, and picks you were up like those big heavy the big weights. Oh I'm like, Oh my god, I was like, girl. I, I bet they're I bet they're like hiring a new coach and she's gonna be it. That, uh, literally, that oh my crossed gosh. my mind wow. And then I Thank saw you, you in there like again, like maybe once or twice. I was like, Oh, I guess she just goes here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Guys, you're
2: gonna have to get a chainsaw and take out some of this wall so my head can fit oh through my it.
1: When <laughs> I walk not, out. I cannot deal with you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate your vulnerability in yeah, talking seriously. about that experience. Of because I think it resonates yeah. with a lot of people. Yeah. Um,
2: it's sure. I mean it's it's part of my identity, dude, and it's like a huge part of my story. It's yeah. it's
1: important to me. So what else have you learned from performing that you've been able to apply to other areas of your life? Surprisingly, so much.
2: Um and I when I entered the workforce. I was really scared that I just had a theater degree um, and then I got my master's in arts administration, but I was like, dude, I'm never going to find a job. (laughs) And I just started thinking about like all the skills that I'm good at in theater and how I can utilize that in my next career. Um, And obviously I went into like the business world and I have noticed like a lot of people are not good at talking to other people Mm -hmm. or like just being able to tell a story or just really pitch something to a room. And I've never like, that is my strong point. And Mm -hmm. I, I lead with that in any job interview. I'm like, listen, you're going to get a lot of people who probably have MBAs and who have a lot of finance background. And I don't have any of that. I'm just letting you know, I was like, I have a theater degree. I can talk to an entire room. I'm not going to be nervous about it. I could probably sell your product really well. Mm -hmm. And I'm very passionate about like your vision and telling the story of your business and your brand. Um, and it's worked out so far. Um, I, I mean, I, people make jokes about it all the time, me being the only theater major in my department, but yeah, like sometimes I just watch people get up and like talk to a room and They can't do it. I mean, it's even like (laughs) CEOs and stuff, people who are in these huge positions and like they're nervous and can't make eye contact. And like that's one thing that I'm I'm great at. And it has proven to be so valuable, I think. That is a valuable trait to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like
1: you need to be the commercial that they play for parents who are reluctant to let their kids go into like arts uh, degrees. Do you yes. know what I mean? Oh that's just yeah. like, oh, my God, you're never going to get a job, blah, blah, blah. The blah.
0: confidence but that you've built. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the skill Thank so, you. I mean, wow. the, we
1: talk to our students about that. All, you know, the soft skills mm-hmm. are what's really important in today's world. That's not the stuff that people are learning. And, but it's what's really important, mm-hmm. how to interact with people, how to yeah. tell stories, how to form relationships. Yeah. Um, and it just comes naturally, I think, to you and with your degree. And well. I have to
2: like I have to shout out my parents because... I mean, they were just so wonderful in that process. And I, I even remember having a conversation with my dad and saying like, well, maybe I should become a vet or maybe I want to go to med school because that's going to make me more money. And he was like, you'll hate it. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Him and my mom both were like, you need to perform and you need to do that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. And they're a commercial for supportive parents. Yes. yes. All right. So what is something that you're proud of aside from work, like an accomplishment or something that you've. Mm. Uh, Not to get like
2: super deep, but I am really proud of like how differently I show up in my everyday life. Um, And I say that because I, I really kind of, I like got down for a couple of years and just like with the pandemic and um, I don't know. I think I just like, I love to find the joy in anything and I love to find like an opportunity in anything, even in failure. I think failure is like the biggest opportunity for your next success. Um, So yeah, like changing that mindset and just realizing like I need to just show up as me and have fun and if people don't like that, Fine, forget them, you know, like, I'm going to keep having fun. I got some words for (laughs) them.
1: All right, so you're 27.
2: I am. Oh, my God, you're so young. Oh, thank you. So you are really
1: accomplished, and you're very motivated for a 27-year-old. Oh, thank you. So, but, like, what do you do for yourself and to have fun? I'm very lucky in a sense
2: because what I do for fun sometimes overlaps with work. Yeah. Um. But the opposite side of that coin is that you can get burnt out Mm. really easily. Um, But I love I love traveling. Honestly, that is like like when people say like, what's your getaway? What's your escape? I I take that literally like I get away. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love going to the beach. I love like unplugging, reading a
1: book You like going to nice restaurants. I noticed on your Instagram, she's got like a like a a foodie Instagram. Sometimes she, I'm like, ooh, what's that new place the Navy's at in Louisville or wherever it is?
2: Listen, so you like
1: to eat good food. And
2: I will like, I'm no shame. I will sit there and look at all of my pictures, and I'll I'll just be like, wow, (laughs) great work. Like I'm like, look at all these plates. I'm like, I can't believe all of that has been inside Inside me.
1: Well, Sorry, your Instagram is just like finally because you're an influencer. I mean, would you consider yourself an influencer? I don't. L- don't you have like products feel, that have like. Do people send you free things to put on your Instagram? Yeah, let, let, Let's be real here. Yes.
2: Yes. They do. Um. And I, I'm very grateful for that. And I, there are like a couple of brands that I've worked with, and you know, you do the whole like use my code and you get a ten yeah. percent <laughs> discount. Um. So, yeah, I, I do love that when I feel like I can make authentic content because yeah. yeah. um, I think it's really easy with all these brands like just throwing some of these things at you like razors and, <laughs> you know, like exfoliating gloves and things like that. It's like... I mean, yeah, I could create some content for you guys, but I like, I don't feel there be something that, yeah, actually, I'm like, yeah. I feel slimy doing that. So yeah. yeah, when it's authentic, I like it. Well, you let me know when you need that bourbon
1: influencer. <laughs> that I will drink you, bourbon girlfriend. on camera as long as you need me oh, to, we, Yeah, we could use anyway. you. <laughs> All right. So who are some women who've inspired you? Or if you don't want to name specific women, what qualities and women in your life have inspired you?
2: I love every single woman in my life. I'll just say that um, I would not be here if it were not for the woman in my women in my life um my mother and really just all of the women in my family are so scrappy (laughs) and just like however they can get it they get it they're big on like they will do it themselves um and I love that like I think I I hope that I have those qualities about me um and then just like the other women in my life they just like Like I said, they find the joy in everything and I love being around them for many reasons, but for that reason, like it just, they're passionate about what they do um, and they, they just don't care how they're showing up as long as they're showing up as themselves. And that's really what pushed me to kind of like replicate that and and want to be like those women.
1: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. What else are you most proud of about yourself? Oh,
2: gosh, guys. <laughs> um, I think finding a way to take all of my creative talents and and bring them into other environments that I maybe thought that I was not worthy to be in, um, just like the business aspect and working in a department where people have business degrees and finance degrees and There's a lot of imposter syndrome that comes with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, just like recognizing that my talents are valuable and that I offer something unique in every room that I step in. Um, I didn't used to think that way. And now it's like it's ingrained like it's a natural mindset. And I'm very, very proud of that.
0: That is awesome. Thank That's something you. to live up to. Yeah. To feel like you offer something in every room you step into. I love yeah,
1: that. Yeah, thank you. I'm so you. glad you talked to us. Yeah,
0: seriously. But,
1: oh, I am too. And one of my favorite things about you, and we know we, we don't know each other very closely, but we anyway. But I do feel like every room that you step into that I've been in, your energy and you just you do bring like a joy and a light to it. Yep. Even if it's us suffering thank together you, you know yeah. while we work out. <laughs> um or if it's at uh what's that wings and pizza place we went to that one time. I had the most oh, fun Lord. with you. The food wasn't good, but like <laughs> the way, just like you say the funniest things and you just made such a, like what could have been a sort of frustrating experience so much fun just because of the way you approached it. Like wow. You're a good time, girl. Thank you. That that
2: actually was my worst restaurant experience ever, but I laugh <laughs> about, I look, it. <laughs> I look back and laugh. Yeah. I, and I love that. Like I love people. I love making people laugh. If we're in the worst situation, I'm going to try and make you smile yeah. at least.
1: I will love tell it. you, I ate lunch there today and it was actually really good. You know what? I ate there the other day too. And it was a lot better than
2: the first time they ever yeah. deemed themselves. We just had, we had, we had a rough experience. <laughs> we won't mention there. it on this podcast, but they're
1: doing better. Yeah. Well, good. But thank you for being such a light. I really, yes, I do see you course. as a light. Thank you. You do stand stand out in a room. For sure. Thank you. Thank you, Navy. Thank you, guys. Navy's best friend, Peyton Hoover, tells us what she loves about Navy.
3: Hey, Nave, it's Peyton. I am so excited that you are on the Broad Pod with the best girlies around. I think that any time that you are able to share your story and your experiences um, is, is an amazing thing because I think everyone should hear more from you. Um, I am so proud of the woman you have become over the years. Growing up with you has been one of the most fun times of my life, and I really am so blessed that we met in the eighth grade and I really don't know where I would be without you you are such a great friend you are like a sister to me We have seen each other go through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and you have always been a loyal confidant and best friend, and I really don't know where I would be in my life without you. I am so blessed to call you one of my best friends, and I cannot wait to see what you continue to do um, through your career. And... I hope to see you continue to flourish and I can't wait to stand next to you along the way. I love you so much, Lila's forever. Your nephew Theo says hello and we'll see you soon.